Welcome back to another amazing episode of Trailer Trashing, the podcast that rates, reviews, critiques, and trashes movie trailers. I'm your host, Joey Rinaldi, as always, and joining me as they do every week is Charlie Weinchink, our amazing producer, and our lovely, hilarious co-host, Mr. Derek Blythe. What's up, guys? Howdy do. You think I'm lovely? I think you're lovely. I think you're sexy. Uh, the whole thing. Wow, that's pretty nice. Work. I was thinking about shaving a mustache today. Think I could pull off a mustache? Yeah, dude, I have mutton chops. Oh, yeah. You, you, you know why mustache would be very yeah. appropriate? Because a lot of my favorite baseball players have had mustaches over the years. And today's episode is the baseball movie trailer trashing special. I can't Yay. wait. I love baseball. I love wow. baseball movies. Yep. I love them baseball. and love the sport. Baseball, very comparable to golf in interestingness. Uh, I'm wearing my favorite baseball hat, sweatshirt right now. I, I love baseball. I'm a huge Sox fan. Got a little Red Sox movie later for the pod. I can't wait to show us. And, I'm wearing uh, a hot do dog costume. <laughs> do either of you guys have experience with baseball? Anything at all? I'm wearing a condom. Nice. Got to be safe. Yeah. Just trying it on certain times. Yeah. It's like sliding in safe to home base. I played a little t-ball in college. Really? No, I was like five. <laughs> yeah, I played a lot of baseball as a kid. I mean, I was like really, really terrible though. And I generally speaking have a great disdain for the sport. <laughs> I think it's shit. I do too. I think golf is more interesting. <laughs> I, I I love baseball because the first year I, I, I got into baseball, I'm a Red Sox fan. The first year I got into baseball, they were like, the Red Sox, that's a bad team to like because they'll, they'll never win a World Series because they're cursed. And that year, they won a World Series and broke that curse. So I think I am the luckiest person in baseball. I think I'm the reason my Red Sox broke the curse. Yeah, and I mean, when, when people ask me about you, Joey, I, I go, he's kind of like a little cherub. He's a little cherubie baseball boy. Yeah, kind of a little angel. A little angel in the outfield. I'm a, that's not a movie we're doing today, but the first movie we're doing today <laughs> is a classic. <laughs> the 1993 classic, The Sandlot. I've seen that one. That one I've seen, and um, I just uh, remember they all just kind of like throw up in it. Yeah, park. I remember a big scary dog. There's a big scary dog. There's James Earl Jones. There's, there's a lot of fun people. Uh, Dennis Leary's in this movie. I find that the funniest. Who is that again? Refresh my memory. He's from the Fireman show and then from Stand Up and Stealing People's Jokes. <laughs> yeah, he stole Bill Hicks's joke. He's very average, not my favorite. And he plays a cocksucker of a stepdad in this movie. Like the kid's like, Can I play catch stepdad, man? And he's like, Fuck off, loser. I'm do got my things to do. And uh this I love this baseball movie because it's a little bit of everything you want from a baseball movie. There's... Let's break it down, Joey, because me and Derek, what we want from a baseball movie is for it to be turned off. <laughs> it's for them to find a reason to not play baseball or have any of the plot be around the baseball. So what what are you what are you looking for in a baseball movie? Because this episode is is brought to you by Joey making us watch baseball stuff. He's <laughs> holding us hostage. You said I could pick the theme, and Yo, it... that's the last time you're gonna be able to do that. <laughs> no, 
Because I'm going to turn you guys around. Because baseball movies are so good that I believe these trailers are going to change your whole perspective around. And, and everything you want from a baseball movie is this. You want a comeback kid. You get that with the main character in this movie. You want some TNA, of course. You got that with the lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> you, you want a little baseball magic. You get that with the shoes that Benny gets at the end of the movie. It's just a little thing you... you, you you want you also have the rival with the bad guys that want to play baseball with them who are jerks and then you got the the, the scariest monster of all the beast which Darth Vader himself owns it, it's 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 amazing uh, i don't Wait, want to spoil anymore let's watch Betty? the fucking trailer ready get shoes you know Joey's already clearly rated this whole thing before we even watched the trailer. I've never seen the trailer before. I've never once seen the trailer. That's why I'm freaking out right now. I'd watch a movie called Betty Get Shoes. <laughs> does everybody <laughs> have does everybody have the trailer up? Yeah, let's watch this thing. I know you're smart and I'm proud of you. I want you to make some friends this summer. Meet Scotty Smalls. Kale, get it! <laughs> the kid is a L7 Winnie. My life is over. Man, this is baseball. You gotta stop thinking. You just have fun. Climb trees, hop fences, get into trouble. Just stand there and stick your glove out in the air. I'll take care of it. Now he's in. Yeah! All right! With the coolest guys in the neighborhood. They've got the look. Wendy Peppercorn. Wow. They've got the moves. <laughs> They've got the rap. Blockhead! Geek! Jerk! Idiot! Moron! You bob for apples in the toilet! And you like it! You play ball like a girl! Something else has got their ball. That wasn't my ball! Dad's father gave it to him. Babe Ruth signed that ball. Babe Ruth! We gotta get that ball back. You got any bright ideas? Initiate retrieval section number one. Power connect. Come on, help me, it's heavy! Now! Fire! Fire! Twentieth Century Fox presents. Hey guys, it's the Sandlot Babies. You're the ones that making all that racket. Ah! A lifetime of adventure. Come on, Squeak, you can do it. Pull through, bud. Little bird. The Sandlot. A little piece of paradise, a half a block wide, and a whole season long. Scotty, have you made any friends yet? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mom. You're Somebody killing get me, Smalls. That dog. <laughs> Joey, oh let me make one. Let me make one thing clear here to all the listeners: <laughs> the TNA, the tits and ass that Joey was previously referring to. <laughs> As I watched this trailer, it became clear that the the lifeguard was a child. <laughs> the Not tits and a ass. child. She was, that a, was a child. She Joe. was like twenty, maybe thirteen at most. No, she was, on, like a, she was like twenty four years old playing a fifteen year old. 
That's not cool, dude. That was was like a prepubescent girl. (laughs) Okay, all right. Let me backtrack. I watched this movie for the first time when I was four. Watched it my whole life. And so from like ages four to like appropriate age 12 let's say i found that girl incredibly hot okay. Obviously- this is a this is a good point uh, it's a discussion i was just having with my friend like when you have a beloved childhood movie you get older but your feelings for the characters stay the same so do you ever have stuff like this where you're like oh this is creepy i can't like her anymore but it's in, not in our mind it's because- still the same it is creepy joey but it's all right it's Come on. You know why I know I don't feel bad saying this? Because this movie is so beloved and watched by the whole world that I am <laughs> speaking to a universal feeling that people feel everywhere. And um, so. Uh, okay, okay. So Joey thinks it's fine because everybody thinks she's hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, she's a. Yes, I don't want to talk more into this, but that's that's all it's I'll like, say. Um, it's the it's cool. It's cool because it, it's like a, the Matthew McConaughey line that you kind of like embellished on. Yeah, and Matthew yeah. McConaughey is cool. I love right? Matthew McConaughey. Thick thighs, no felonies. I get older, they stay the same age. High school girls. High school girls. <laughs> Um, the thing is, um, now getting, I guess, towards more of a, the, the trailer here of the trailer. Yeah, I it was clear that this is a baseball movie, but it's almost like a baseball adjacent adventure movie. You know what I mean? Like the Goonies are like stand by me. Oh, totally. It's a coming of age story. It, it's yeah. a it's a it's a buddy film, but it's also it has a little bit of everything, but all the pieces of everything surround around that ball. That ball. Okay. I have a new personal scoring system that I thought of just now. <laughs> I'm going to start every trailer. Wait, can I give it a drum roll? Ah! This is the Pepsi Cola <laughs> Derek Blythe new <laughs> scoring system of movie trailers that have already happened. Bam, uh, bam! I, I can't uh, do cool horn sounds. Uh, Okay, so every trailer is going to start at an even five, and then I'm going to add or take away points based on the things in the trailer. So it starts at a five, has good energy. There's a lot going on. I'm going to give it two more points, bringing it up to a seven. Now, I got to take a point away for using Green Onions, possibly the most used song in trailers. Brings them back to a six. Is that what it's called? It's called Green Onions. The boogie Woogie song? No, the one that's like... It's called Green yeah. Onions. That's a little fun fact for you, everybody. Um, and so, it, leaving, it at a, leaving it at a six, uh, but I got to give another point uh, for the hot mom who I loved in Indiana Jones. Uh, and probably, Scrooged. And Scrooged. Yeah, she's the reason I got a freckle thing now. Um. <laughs> Leaving it at a seven. Yeah, you know what? There's TNA with the mom too, so fuck off, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. I'll go like uh, six, five, six. I'm gonna go six. It was fine. Uh, it was like a six, but closer to a five than a seven. Yes, it's like it for me. It was a six minus. For, yeah, for me, yeah, it's a six <laughs> minus because for me, it's like um. I like a good, like, you know, adventure movie for, like, children and all that. And I did like this movie as a child. And it's kind of like, in a way, the baseball version of To Kill a Mockingbird a little bit. Except for all of the courtroom drama, I guess. 
<laughs> Sorry, take that back. Did you say to kill a mockingbird? That's... Every time we saw the dog, I kept thinking of Boo Radley. <laughs> I, 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 no, this is such a no, bad comparison. It's actually, a, it's a lot more like it's Stand pretty, By Me. It's pretty Boo Radley, like the mysterious right, yeah. and scary <laughs> neighbors. Yeah, and you you see it you see it in the kids' eyes because like the the dog is much scarier to them, so we see that through their lens. And which is why I uh, I only watched this movie once. I think I definitely watched it, but at growing up, like at this time, I. Uh, had a thing about dogs i don't need more but it was because as a kid i went to hang out at the poor kid's house and i (laughs) i jumped on his trampoline and fell off and hit like landed on my head and his um his like uh german shepherd bit my head uh and i had a bad thing about big dogs for a while (laughs) that's either a big dog or a small head or both (laughs) my head's not small it's pretty, pretty big head. <laughs> Huge dog. This is a big dog. So uh, I want to respond to you, Scallywags, please. And and I'm going to do Derek's rating system. And I'm going to give it a pretty <laughs> good score. Because Green Onions, in my opinion, gives it a point up. So now we're on to six. No, it's overused. Uh, the, you didn't the li- even know what it was until Derek told you. <laughs> oh, Green Onions. Yes. Bye. <laughs> the lifeguard and the mom and the kid kissing the lifeguard. That automatically brings up to a seven. I didn't like that it was promoting kids to do chewing tobacco so that goes down to a six that was but, not in the trailer joey oh you're fuck all right you know what thank you for that so we're still on a seven i thought that it gave away too much of the movie so I, i'm going down to five now but james Earl jones is so goddamn beautiful i give it a, so i'm giving it a 6.5 also to entertain your tobacco comment i'd say that this movie doesn't promote chewing tobacco at all because they all throw up from it like immediately. Well, it made me want to do chewing tobacco after seeing it, so fuck you. How? You got the wrong wrong message out of this movie. You got tobacco is good and and a, a very confusing boners. You watched it wrong. <laughs> very confusing. <laughs> so uh, I researched this movie, and uh, I thought the funniest fun fact from this film was that... um. Uh, you know, like the guy with the nerdy glasses in this movie who like makes the lifeguard kiss him, right? Yeah, yeah, the rapist. So apparently, yeah, yeah. He, well, he was young, so oh, child <laughs> rapist. <laughs> America's favorite childhood non-consenting kiss. <laughs> so, so, so that, so that guy in that movie was named Squid, and his last name uh, Squints, <laughs> and his last name was Paul Palmadoros. And this real guy in real life who grew up with the guy who wrote this movie named Michael Paul Doros um, sued the movie for millions of dollars, um, attempting to sue the movie for millions of dollars because he said, quote unquote, this movie made everyone in my hometown know it was based off me, which made me a humiliation and laughing stock. And I can't go back to my hometown because everybody calls me squints, referring to the Sandlot. And the judge denied his sue because he was like yeah you can't get money for being humiliated like it's sad you suck well it's also it's also like it's not um libel or or any of that kind of stuff if you did it like you know what i mean yeah sorry sorry hollywood actor like for your blockbuster film I'm, i'm pressing f on the world's smallest keyboard 
He's not a Hollywood actor. He's a nobody from, who grew up with that writer. He grew. He did this Hollywood movie that we just watched the trailer for. No, Joey's saying that the, what are you the, the character about in the movie who did the, the oh, child shit. kissing <laughs> was based yeah, off what the hell of do I know? Child, based on his childhood oh, yeah. friend, and he was all embarrassed because they had the same last name in the movie. And it's like, everyone knew that I forced the lifeguard to kiss me when I was a little kid, and now I'm embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. He was suing because he was embarrassed in the in the judge was like you are a fucking loser so guys rate it we're on tomato scores what are we doing i mean this is a fucking classic i'm gonna go 79 wow yeah, 79 from like the 65 oh and i'm so happy to announce that charlie you fucking lost because Derek was oh, no. closer yeah. why are you happy to, you love this movie you you fucking said you've been watching this your whole life why are you happier that the, that it got a lower score than a 79. Because Derek didn't make me feel uncomfortable for saying the lifeguard was hot. You did. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm suing you, Charlie. You humiliated me on the podcast. <laughs> Joey's whole brand is like tiny, day-long, like airplane-sized grudges. Now, I mean, airplane-sized like like the whiskeys, you know? Like all the little mm-hmm. single-serve, single-serve, day-long grudges. <laughs> It's funny you say that because whenever I, I hang out with my friends from college, um, the 405 boys, shout out to you wherever you guys are today. Whenever I see them, uh, uh, within minutes of seeing them, I'm always like, what are you going to do to make me have a grudge match with you about later? And they're like, come on, you're starting the grudge match already? And I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling it because I would always have grudge matches with them. So this is what the Rotten Tomato people said. They said it's a 61 and <clears throat> the consensus is... It may be shamelessly derivative and overly nostalgic, but The Sandlot is nevertheless genuinely sweet and funny coming-of-age adventures. And I, I agree. Yeah, that was good. I, my favorite part was the beginning when it called it overly derivative and this and that. But, you know, it's like it's 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 at least like it's true. I, I, I got to say, like, if you're going to be, you know, cheesy, cliche, kind of like coming-of-age stuff, you know, do a good job. That's all. If there was ever a time to read the whole Roger Ebert, which we don't have time for, it'd be this one. Because he Holy gives it, shit. he gives it three stars, but he has so much funny like gems throughout this whole thing. And Charlie, I'll let you take it away. All right, this is the last paragraph. Oh, you should These read the days, first one. Yeah, read the, the first one? one. Read the first read the, one. Okay. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> the first Roger paragraph. Banana, the Bobby Seeger himself. Roger Bananagram says, if you have ever been lucky enough to see a Christmas story, you will understand what I mean when I say The Sandlot is a summertime version of the same vision. Both movies are about gawky young adolescents trapped in a world they never made and doing their best to fit in while be- while beset with the most amazing uh, vicissitudes. Wow, you a use word. a word like vicissitudes in a fucking sandlot <laughs> review. What does vicissitude mean? I'm googling. This must what have it been means. like like his like ambient like era. Nineteen ninety three. A change of circumstance. He's got he he like hurt his hit himself and wrote this while on painkillers. All right, go down to the bottom, Charlie. If you've we need ever more. been lucky enough to see a Christmas story, which makes you 100% of all humans. <laughs> never seen it. What? Never seen it. Joey, that's wrong. <laughs> I've never seen it. That's wrong. Derek, Charlie, go down is... to the end. Charlie, go down Wait, to the can end. Can we just take a second to acknowledge how 
accurate that was, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I like agree with Roger the banana in that, like, it is a lot like the summertime version of the Christmas story. But everyone has seen it. So I, <laughs> yeah. Weirdly crafted. Okay, the last uh, last paragraph I goes needed- a little bit like this. These days, too many children's movies are infected with, <laughs> with the virus of winning. As if kids are nothing more than underage pro athletes and the values of Vince Lombardi prevail. It's not how you play the game, but whether you win or lose. This is a movie that breaks with that tradition. That allows you, kids Derek. to be kids, that shows them in their insular world of imagination and dreaming that children create entirely apart from adult domains and values. There was a moment in the film when Rodriguez hit a line drive directly at the pitcher's mound, and I ducked and held up my mitt. And then I realized I didn't have a mitt. And it was then I what? also realized how completely this movie had seduced me with its memories of what really matters when you're 12. Oh, yes, the, I think he kiss. was on Ambient. <laughs> he was on just got him to, Yeah. <laughs> he, no, it was 93. He was on Quaaludes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he oh, literally... got some illegal... Yeah, he he hurt his finger or something typing. And it he was got then the... that I realized I was not wearing a baseball I mitt. I didn't have a mitt. I, where was I? <laughs> I'm at the Walgreens what, again. What kind of amazing vicissitudes are these? And it was at that moment I realized I am not 12 years old and I should stop having my boner for the lifeguard. <laughs> Roger! <laughs> this is not my beautiful mitt. <laughs> this is not my beautiful 13 year old lifeguard. <laughs> Whose review is this? <laughs> This is ambient review now. Watching a baseball film. (laughs) Gonna review it later. (laughs) That was good. What's the next one? The next one. So I've teased this movie a lot already. Um, This movie is an amazing, incredible film. It's called Fever Pitch. Uh, this was made the year I got into baseball because this came out in 2005, so they were filming 2004. I got into baseball around the end of 2003, and the Red Sox, as you know, they won the World Series, but nobody believed in them, and not even this movie believed them. This movie was written with the Red Sox losing, but because they filmed this movie during that time that they changed the whole script around, and let's just watch it. I'm so excited. It's called Fever Pitch. It's about the Red Sox. I love it. So you don't have a cell phone, a Blackberry, a pager, nothing? No. Well, what if some sudden crisis occurs, like your father has a heart attack or something? My father died two years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I just found out this morning, so it's been a rough 24 hours. You know, maybe I should get a cell phone. That's a good idea. Lindsay Meeks has never met a guy quite like Ben. All right, Lindsay, so what's the matter with this one? I'm about to turn 2010, and instead of becoming more open and available, I'm becoming less open. All the guys you date are competitive and successful. It's like you're dating yourself. Ding, ding, ding. This guy has got such a good vibe. I really think you've got something here. Me too. Something's not quite right. Robin, there is a reason this Ben guy is still single. I'm really going to take a chance now. Lindsay? Will you go to opening day with me? <laughs> yes. She knows he's a fan. Where do the Sox rank in your life? I say Red Sox and breathing. Can you believe this pinhead? She knows he's devoted. This Red Sox thing, it's an obsession. I know, it's just that I hate when it becomes... <laughs> 
Oopsie. But she's about to discover. They're sending me to Paris to close the deal. And I am taking What? Just how committed he really is. We're two games out of first with three weeks left, you know, but this is when they need me. When they need you. From 20th Century Fox. Dump him. What? Give him the boot. At what point do you say to yourself, I'm counting on you to be the one? And I have no fallback plan. It's not another woman. It's an entire team. She wants me to give this up? You love the socks. But have they ever loved you back? Oh, you Dr. Phil? Get at it. Go, go, hit, go swing the bat. Drew Barrymore, Jimmy Fallon. 23 years. You still care about anything you cared about 23 years ago? It's only a game. What did you just say? Fever bitch. You want to tell me, Frank? <laughs> One, please. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, is this a prequel uh, to 50 first dates and that's how she gets her brain damage <laughs> that's a great the one baseball to the schnoz i would give this uh this this is like joey rinaldi as a movie <laughs> uh, don't say that i'm about to say a bunch of scathing things about it no yeah. i can't well, whatever you say about this movie derek just, just put our friendship about me. on the line no you put this podcast on the line damn it say it just say it Derek. okay i'll, I'll give you one sentence about this movie and that's maybe enough said for me this movie is a romantic comedy about like fighting between your love for a sports team and like your girlfriend and it is just so absolutely asinine <laughs> like this all, all i could think of while watching this was like next christmas my aunt's gonna make me watch this with her <laughs> It's so it's a, good. This is an ant movie. Do you guys say aunt? Um, I say I aunt. say aunt. Connecticutians. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually from. I'm from New Jersey, but I did live in Connecticut for a, a, a good bit, and I think the people do say aunt over there. I say but, aunt baby. Yeah, I say aunt too. I say aunt baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a movie for the sappiest of sappy sports fans. Hey hey. Because it, it. I mean, yeah, that Joey Rinaldi for 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 instance. <laughs> what if you got but, a girlfriend that didn't like baseball? I've had that problem. Believe me, it's a problem. It's the baseball <laughs> or me. That's 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 this movie. No, it's not baseball. It's the fucking socks. The, the fucking uh. socks. Mad <laughs> wicked <a> pisser. <laughs> Wait, Charlie. Can you cut, can I cut you off for one second? I think my all-time favorite sports writer of all time basically sums up what, how you feel. Uh, his name is Bill Simmons. He's amazing, but I disagree with what he said. He said, this is a chick flick disguised as a baseball film and that no Red Sox fan would ever give up season tickets for love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, this is like for the type of... Uh, and I got to say, it's essentially a... Romantic comedy aimed at men who like sports. Yeah, like, and it works. Like, it's like half of this movie, her like dishing with her girlfriends while working out in different various ways. Yes. yes. I'm yes. not even kidding. It, even <laughs> it, like it in is. the trailer, they're like, they're doing the Stairmaster, then they're doing rock climbing. And every single time it's like, girl, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with this one? It's entirely one dimensional. It's like someone who <laughs> does not pass the Bechtel test. Yeah, it, it's like someone who spent their whole life 
only like learning about baseball and nothing about like people or like social cues or anything wrote a movie where they didn't know what people are like and they're like girls they hang out in groups and you know they like going to the gym and parties guys obviously baseball obviously baseball baseball. everything you're saying though is true that's all i know about women and men men like baseball girls like girls (laughs) oh my god see see this got my man cave with my flaming hot cheetos this movie is perfection drew barrymore and jimmy fallon's connection is so sweet it makes you want a girlfriend but it also makes you want to have bros that (laughs) respect that you sometimes But it also, but it also makes you want to have, but it also makes you have. Your... It really made me want a girlfriend. No, no, no. That made... gave me ultimatums about my favorite things. <laughs> All movies make me want to have a girlfriend. Before this, I was like, no way would I choose a girlfriend over the Red Sox. Over the Sox? <laughs> now that I know what girls are really <laughs> doing when they're by themselves, they're just in the gym or rock climbing. I'm not so scared of them anymore. You got to choose between a box or the socks. <laughs> okay, fuck you assholes. I'm going to just say it right now. I'm giving that trailer like a solid 7.8. I'm giving this trailer like a zero. Oh, Charlie, you, you 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 hate me? What is it? Is it my face that you don't like? What don't you like about me? No, Joey, Joey, you, you're fine. I like you. He didn't you. give you a zero. Well, you're, you're a you 10 in give... my eyes. <laughs> okay, you just, just want me but back. But just don't ever turn yourself into a movie. <laughs> That's, what That's what I'm going to say. One guy, after his two podcast guys reject his favorite movie, he goes to find love. This summer, Joey Rinaldi is... Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Girl, what's wrong with these podcasters? <laughs> what's wrong this time? We only care about our one friend's love life and a little too much. <laughs> so, so, Charlie, are you giving it a zero for real? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll be a little more generous this time. I'll give it a one. Respect, Charlie. It can't uh, be worse than racist Batman. <laughs> That's true. Even racist Derek, Batman you- probably got like a two. No, no. Actually, the difference is I would watch Racist Batman because a little (laughs) bit ironically, it's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's an element of fun to watching Racist Batman where this looks like just an absolute chore. It's it's a lot of fun. Go fuck yourself. This is the film equivalent of trying to like eat a whole raw onion like an apple. Oh my god. Green onions, you think? Are you Roger Ebert? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm on a lot of ambient. Derek, give me your fucking rating, dammit. I want to move on to Rotten Tomatoes. I guess I'll do the same thing. Uh, We're going to start off at an even five, giving them an (laughs) even chance. Uh, No use of green onions, and I'm still freshly hating that song, so uh, we'll bump it up one notch to a six. Um, Lots of cliches, which bump it down three more. Um, So what's six minus three? I was an English major. Uh, it's three. I'm going to give this a three <laughs> out of ten. Respect. That's better than and Charlie. That, That's better than Charlie. So yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it was really long, and I hated watching it. Yeah. I loved every second of that trailer. You guys are so mean. Uh, the only entertainment I got was how much you enjoyed it. 
Oh, I, I made your day. No, I wouldn't go that far. The only entertainment I got out of this was when Joey was like, watching this movie really makes you want a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and all the jokes like hitting with him, like just someone falling down or getting hit or. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, can I do something for the listeners real fast? For the listeners who couldn't see it, there was a lot of visual gags. I'm going to break this down for you. Jimmy someone Fallon, falls down. He, he looks very dorky and weird, <laughs> loves the Red Sox. Drew Barrymore, very professional looking lady. And throughout the thing, there's lots of funny jokes like there's one scene when drew barrymore <laughs> is doing the rock climbing thing and she lets go of the rope so her friend just goes flying down and it's hilarious uh, there's a funny scene with jimmy fallon where he's like telling a where he's like it looks like he's talking like seriously about about a woman but then you realize the person giving him advice is a little kid and the little kid's like dude you got issues and it was hilarious it was i think great. The, the funniest thing jimmy fallon did was trying to act sad while saying his grandfather died <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? That was a good joke. That was a good joke because the joke was my grandfather died two years ago, and I just found out it was a joke. So, um, right, Rotten Tomatoes, that, give me the give me the tomato scores. Damn it, uh, fifteen. Derek, you count uh, it? It's probably not. I'm gonna say like it's like a forty-five. And Charlie, you suck again. You are today's biggest loser. Big <laughs> loser. I figured that I wasn't gonna win with that answer. But I needed to say 15 to just, like, let everyone know what it should have gotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that doesn't help you with today's uh, – you're not going to see so, Bobby Seeger anytime soon. Yeah, That's I've, all I've I'm lost, saying. Yeah. Derek, so, uh, you've won the Bob Seeger Award. How's so that feel? I win the Bob Seeger Award. I'm going to drink tequila and go to sleep in the bathtub. <laughs> Is that what Bob Seeger did? That's what I do when I listen to Bob Seeger. <laughs> uh, good to know. All right, next time Derek wins the Bob Seeger one, I'm gonna have someone check up on him. <laughs> so, so this was a 65 on Rotten Tomato, and this is what the critics said. While not a home run, Fever Pitch has enough charm and on-screen chemistry between the two leads to make it a solid hit. Oh, Did you they- hear that? Did you hear that? Joey said 65. Uh, yeah, baby, they loved it. That is honestly, it could be good, but with a bad trailer. It looks like I Ro- doubt dude, it, dude. <laughs> look at the Roger Ebert review. You gotta see this. Oh All right. hell no! You gave oh. it a three and a half. That oh, is my man. That is my man, Roger. That is not a five. Wait, is it he not, gives no, it's four. Wait, is it right? Out of, no, it's out of five. I, I thought Roger Ebert gives of... four. I think it's uh, out of five. Four is a perfect. <laughs> Like, this probably is his same rating for, like, uh, Lord of the Rings. This is really? bullshit. What the hell's if... wrong with this guy? This oh, is you're right. It's ambient. four. This is it is four. This is ambient here. Yeah. <laughs> he almost gave it a perfect score. Get out of town, Jack. That's re- Okay, this is the last paragraph. Ready? <laughs> Give it to me. Lay it on me. What's really touching is the way Lindsay works and works to try to understand Ben. But when he tries to tell her why he loves the Red Sox, even though they always let... They always, always let him down. She says, you have a lyrical soul. You can live under the best and worst conditions. What she doesn't understand is that the girlfriend of a Red Sox fan must also endure the best and the worst and have a soul not only lyrical but forgiving. How does it feel when his Sox tickets are always more important than anything she suggests? Here's a tip, Ben. She says, when your girlfriend says, let's go to Paris for the weekend, you go. 
Good lord. Wow, he's a fucking sap. When your girlfriend says spend $2,000 for a weekend trip. No, 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 no. You better square up. Derek, you didn't (laughs) watch the movie. In the movie, she got free tickets to Paris, you asshole. Yeah, but that doesn't include hotel... It does because it was food, a business. No, it, it was a business trip. She, 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 her You're company a business was trip. For, you know what? You're out of your element. Don't come on my <laughs> baseball diamond and try to shit talk one of my favorite baseball movies. And it's a beautiful rom com that really makes you laugh, cry, and, and laugh. Laugh, cry, and laugh, and wish so desperately to have a girlfriend. <laughs> If you're all right, if you're a Sox fan out there and, and you like Johnny Damon's ass and Pedro Martinez's fastball and you like Robert De- uh, Devers's cute cheeks, hit me up. He is the yeah, cutest it, cheeks out of any third baseman in the league. I love Joey Devers. is looking for a girlfriend who also likes Red Sox players, which is I I do. Email us at uh, trailer trashing podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> or DM us on Instagram at trashing trailers pod. Gonna catfish you so hard, <laughs> freaking nerd! All right, Derek, tell them the movie you chose for this week. Airbud seventh inning fetch. Yikes! <laughs> Hell this is yeah. like an Airbud movie we've done. In, I can't like, believe first... we're already doing Airbud again. This is the second I'm month of just, the podcast. I'll, then I'll just branch off and do my own Airbud <laughs> cinematic universe podcast. Call it Airbud. <laughs> You oh, said you good, had a specific good. line prepared for when I said it was the second Airbud movie, and I know, I'll be I damned if you don't it. say it right now. Yeah, I'll I'd be to, damned. I have to pull up the text because I had a lot of tequila in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> that old time rock right. and roll. Pulling up the group chat for the inside. I said that this that this is the second <laughs> Airbud movie, and it's too okay. soon to do another Airbud movie. All right, I'll quote what I said. I hate baseball and movies about it and talking about it. So if I can't watch the Airbud seventh inning fetch trailer, I will lose my cotton picking shit nuts. <laughs> and I would be damned if you didn't have to say that on the podcast. That's right. All right. Let's I'll put the movie. We're watching damn. the trailer. Does everybody get the trailer. We're going to do this shit for Derek. He was the king of the court. Golden boy of the gridiron. Superstar of the soccer field. And now, he's in the big leagues. Let's play ball! Buddy is back in an all-new movie. Air Bud, seventh inning fetch. This time, it's bigger than the game. The puppies are gone. That young dog never's at it again. Oh, no. And all the clues point to Rocky Raccoon and his sidekicks. We've got them now. Rocky, get out of the way. And with a team in disarray, Mm. the town needs a hero. Hey, look! They're putting their butt in! Buddy's stepping up to the plate and saving the day. Has done it again. It's brand new adventure in Air Seventh Inning Fetch coming to Disney DVD and Video June 18th. Well, I don't know what it was, but no, I no. like thoroughly enjoyed that. I think that was possibly the best trailer of today. I was hoping for a little more of the raccoon based on <laughs> how it looks on the everyone everyone Google the poster. The the, the, the raccoon <laughs> is the reason why I really wanted to do this one. I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like like 
out of all three of these movies that we reviewed the trailers for today, the most likely one that I would watch is this Airbud movie. And I think I think it's because the more they do it, the more they lean into how like shitty of an idea it is. And there's just more cute animal stuff and just like they know it's cheesy and they're like doing it up. You know what I mean? Okay, can I please have the floor for a second? It happened again. Derek, I wanted to go into this hating you, making fun of you, saying that why would you choose Airbud? But you can't deny what's good. You can't. And that was a fucking terrific trailer. <laughs> Holy shit. Rocky I had a lot Raccoon. of fun. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. The kid playing baseball, the, the, the team rallying around the dog. I just. I, I love the, the sheriff. They aren't stealing no puppies again. <laughs> It's like, yeah, exactly. Like, they know that all of the movies have the exact same plot. Like, dog goes missing, plays sports. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. I honestly, I liked this one better than the first one. I'm giving it an eight. I, I'm just being honest. I'll give it a, a seven. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to give it an eight as well. Yeah, fuck all these stupid baseball movies. It, it makes me want to have a golden retriever. It makes me want to have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a girlfriend to watch Airbud Seventh Inning Stretch with well, me. I wish I had a girlfriend so I wouldn't have to watch Airbud Seventh Inning Fetch. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll watch one thinking about her, and she'll come eventually. I hope. <laughs> Guys, I, I'm quarantined like week She'll eight or nine now. I'm, I'm losing it. You I'm like audibly, it. you audibly had an ellipsis at the end of that sentence somehow. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so we all like thought this was way better than all of Joey's shitty fucking baseball yeah, movies. You chose baseball the sandlot. You sick. The bastard. only way you can make baseball interesting is by letting the dogs play it. That's what. That's right. Uh, you heard me. All right, I guess I guess I have to try and like not get fully swept, right? It's, is it time for Rotten Tomatoes, Joey? Yeah, it's time for Rotten Tomatoes. If you want to do it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just so shocked right now. I can't believe that that fucking Airbud did it again. It was, this was the fourth Airbud movie. He did I, it I assumed I assumed it was going to be awful and terrible and not a lot of fun, but it, it, was, it was just filled it was just, with vicissitude. I don't. I don't know. I still don't know what that word means. It's not even the word. I don't even remember the word. It just has such a nice viscosity so I, I, to I it. I went to public school. Yeah, Vic, I, I like victory. That's an easy word. It, there was victory to it. I think so, this has yeah, probably wins. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes a thirty-five. That's my guess. Yeah, I'm gonna say something like a twenty. Whoa, Charlie! For the first time today, you actually stumped the Derek Master Meister Meister. And you got uh, it was a fifty-one. What and it was, and it was an audience score actually because there was no tomato meter, tomato meter, or anything thermometer. like that. Thermometer. Thermometer. It was no thermometer. To to there was nothing, and, and there's no critic consensus because nobody was like wanting to talk about this movie because no one cares about Airbud Four. But yeah, I do this now. is Airbud Four, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> At this point, I, I understand. And so I'm going to tell you the fun facts I found about this movie, which there was like no fun facts. Uh, so this is the two things I discovered. Fact number one, it went directly to DVD and video. Nobody wanted this in movie theaters. The director of this movie 
is just the guy who also directed other Air Buds. So he, he has done nothing else besides that. And the only celebrity they could get to be in this movie, and he's not even a main character, mind you, he just happens to have like a line or two in the movie, is Richard Karn, which is Al, the sidekick from Home, Home Improvement. Yeah. And, what? And these are the only fun facts I have. Was he the guy that was like, hey, they're letting Air Bud in? <laughs> emphasize oh Bud. that was my favorite part why of the he, trailer why did he say it like that i just have one question what is it like what is it like for these people when they know that they're on their fourth movie that like nobody gives a shit about and like i just like what what is what what are they thinking work is work like, yeah thanks exactly work is work is. charlie you'd be lucky as fuck to work on one of these film sets you fucking <laughs> have you ever hack. yeah have I'd you ever like been be, on a I'd set be. and all the crew has their like they have they have their like shirts and uh sweaters from like other stuff they've done so it'll be like broad city or whatever i would love to see like just be on a set one day and see a crew member with <laughs> Airbud seventh inning fetch like, <laughs> on there by their pocket oh yeah I was the assistant grip. <laughs> so, Charlie, I couldn't find Roger Ebert, New York Times. I couldn't find any real movie thing. So I just found this w random thing online that says, what parents need to know about this movie. Uh -oh. Can you please read that? Airbud, seventh inning fetch, movie review by Sarah Wenk. Can you read the what parents need to know section, please? What parents need to know. Parents need to know that Airbud Seventh Inning Fetch is a dull, utterly pointless sequel in the Airbud series of sports-themed movies. The dogs are beautiful, true, but they don't make up for the lack of plot and acting. A girl gets injured playing catcher when a fastball veers slightly out of control and beans her in the arm. A vehicle driven by the bad guys runs through a four-way stop sign, careens wildly, and spins out of control before crashing into a pigsty. There's also a moment where a baby urinates in the face of a tween daughter <laughs> in the family. Oh, so this is the parents. What parents need to know, as in like all the things that this lady finds inappropriate in this There's movie. Pee -pee face. This was written by movie lover for life, and uh, not present is sexy stuff. It says, and I'd be damned <laughs> if my kids saw any of that boo ha. Oh my god! Did you click on what kids say? No. Okay. That? So parents say under that has adult written by movie lover for life 2010. If you click on kids say, it's like here's a review by kid 11 years old, and it's one star. Just read my review for the fifth one. I don't want to write it again. <laughs> Where, and it doesn't have a. A link to their... But this is also the fourth movie. What site are we on? What site did I find for this? Commonsensemedia.org It's probably like conservative-based. Should we stop using Roger Ebert and only use Commonsensemedia for I, all of our I reviews? I think we now? should find a child's review, if it's possible, of every movie. <laughs> Kid, 11 years old. <laughs> Read my fifth one. I don't want to write it again. But there's no link to their review. It just says kid, 11 years old. So so let's real fast recap today's episode. Um, we learned that I love baseball movies and I desperately need a girlfriend, apparently. Um, <laughs> and uh, I got to stop telling people that I find the lifeguard from the Sandlot hot. It's a bad look. <laughs> bad luck indeed. Yeah, it's bad and, luck. Uh, and, and that uh, when given the opportunity... Joey Rinaldi will drag me and Derek through a bunch of fucking baseball shit 
And uh, another thing that we learned, me and Derek do not like baseball. I'd rather see a baby pee on some tweens faces. And that's all of our time for today. That was the baseball special of Trailer Trashing. I was Joey Rinaldi. They were Charlie Weinshank and Derek Blythe. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram, email us, tell us about your day, whatever you want. But uh, this it was, was great. A, this was a slam dunk. We'll be back next week, knuckleheads. Thanks for listening.